there, JDI Connect community. Welcome to season two of our podcast. These are our kids' uh, podcast for JDI Connect. I'm Beth from the Pretrial Justice Institute, uh, along with my colleague. I'm Shavante, also with the Pretrial Justice Institute, and I'm super excited that we are getting season two off the ground, Beth. We've been wanting to get season two out to our JDI community, and it is here. It is here, and we're going to structure season two around three questions. We're going to have a series of guests, and we're going to be talking about lessons from 2020, because we all got them. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about hopes for 2021, and we're going to talk about how we can further this equity work away from the conversation into some action. Right, right. Super important. Super important. Well, I say we model this in our little intro to season two here between you and I. Yeah. Shavante, what's a lesson you might have learned from 2020? Oh, man, 2020. Well, I'm I'm happy that I can say that I learned some lessons from 2020. We know that it was um, an unprecedented year. It was a tumultuous year, uh, to say the least. But I think the biggest lesson for me was really around um, throwing throwing caution to the wind and throwing plans to the wind. Um, me being a, a what people consider a type A personality, I like my planners. I like to plan. I like to know what's happening months in advance. And 2020 came in and said, no, that's no longer going to be your reality. You can throw that planner right in the trash because everything you've written in it, it's not going to happen. So I think I really learned how to shift and be flexible and go with the flow and just really understanding that you could make all these plans and you could write them down and they could be organized and you could even have follow-up actions that will make them um, go off without a hitch but something could come in like a global pandemic and completely change not only how you live but how you work how you relate to people and what you're able to do um, in your community and I think I really took that lesson of it's okay for plans to change and it's okay for you to shift and be flexible and just go with the flow. And so I think for me, that's been my biggest lesson from 2020 is being okay with the flow. I don't think I was ever okay with going with the flow before, before the yeah, year 2020. I wouldn't have seen that about you. I mean, I'm learning something already. I, you, you, I mean, believe me, I think you're a planner, competent, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> but I never saw you really as a type A. So that's a that's a cool lesson to learn then right it's a little more to go with that flow yeah I hide I hide it well but what about you Beth I mean my my lesson was going with the flow what what did 2020 teach you you know so many things right and I think that that's probably one of the things I'll take from 2020 is to find something good even in the negative right Mm -hmm. like so for me, kind of being grounded gave me even more opportunity to spend time with my family and just the gratitude of the gifts and the blessings that I have. So I feel like maybe 2020, one of, one of the things that it taught me, because, you know, it's not like we have a 17 hour show here, so I'll just keep it <laughs> one, is, is, is the gratitude, is the um, um, being present, right? right. And right, so right. I feel like 2020, taught me that. And I hope I take that through 2021. Right. I think what I'm looking forward to in 2021 though, is, you know, I think 2020, it's a little bit like has taught us that, you know, the virtual stuff's not going anywhere and we can get a lot of stuff done virtually. I mean, we we work virtually anyway. Right. 
So to bring more to the virtual environment, right? To, to create more opportunities for people to continue to learn even when we can't be physically present. So I feel like going into 2021, I'm hoping to just kind of keep creating content to keep people engaged so we can continue to move the work. Absolutely. I think I think you hit it spot on. I think everyone sees now what we kind of knew a little bit before is that you can be really productive via Zoom. <laughs> you can be. And we can have that Zoom fatigue, but we still can get some things done and we should continue to do get some things done because the work that we do is important if it's to improve the outcomes for kids, right? And if that's that's our target there, Tessie's going to say hi here in a minute. And so I feel like even with the the constraints that come with working at home with, you know, kind of kids popping into the view, we're kid friendly. Dogs saying hi all of a sudden, we're pet friendly. So I feel like there are things that we could still still accomplish and I'm hopeful for in 2021. I'm also hopeful that, you know, we 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 learn to communicate. You know, not you and I necessarily, right? But the larger society, I think you and I do okay, right? Yeah. But I do. feel like the, the larger society, right? Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that 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 we will, um, start to to just communicate better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm what here. about you? Talk about talk about a hope for 2021. Oh man, I think one of the biggest hopes that I have for 2021 is kind of on the same vein of you talking about, you know, being able to create more content and really understanding that um, this virtual reality that we are in now is not going anywhere. Um, I'm really hopeful that people who traditionally thought that they couldn't do work from home or who had reasons that they needed to work from home, maybe they're caring for a relative or they need flexibility, I think 2020 showed us that it could be done. And I'm excited to see how some traditional work that we didn't think could be done from home or virtually can now shift. And it really does open up the possibilities for how we look at lots of different industries, even even our industry around youth justice. Um, I think 2020 showed us some really innovative things that can happen um, when we shift and we prioritize health and well-being. And so I'm hopeful that in 2021, we continue to think in those innovative ways, especially around what we can do to best serve young people. And so I'm really hopeful that we don't just say, oh, the pandemic has seemed to ease up. And so we can kind of go back to business as usual. I really am hopeful that we can continue thinking about what's best for for kids and what are the most innovative ways that we can um, provide services to young people that don't always include keeping them in detention or doing things um, the, the status quo way. So I'm just hopeful to continue those innovations, whether they're virtual innovations, whether they're just looking at our policies and procedures differently. I'm hopeful that we can continue to improve um, these systems that we that we work in. And then what about the equity work? How do, how do we move the needle on that? Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing, like we said, we've we've had a lot of conversations in 2020 around race equity. We've seen um, lots of uprisings and protests and, and lots of things being on the, the center stage. And I think the thing that moves the work from just conversation to action is just to continue to be brave. Um, I think we we see how uncomfortable the conversations can be about race equity and acknowledging that we have some issues in our country, a lot of issues in our country around race and equity. But I think what we do is we continue to just be bold in what we want to do in terms of evening the playing field. We have the conversations, but we come up with 
with actual game plans and it takes bold folks like maybe you and I, Beth, where we're having these conversations and we say, let's test something out. Let's implement something and we can be the example for other folks. So I think it's just being that example, not being afraid to be that example and trying some things out to show that you can achieve equity in these spaces. But yeah, what about what about you? I know we have lots of conversations at PJI around equity and I'm wondering what you think um, can move that needle forward. Well, yeah, I think you're right. Like PGI is on this as an organization, right, is on this equity journey. And we've been having, you know, conversations every week, whether it's in our, you know, separate affinity groups or when the whole team comes together. And I feel like, you know, as a white woman entering this work, the first thing I got to do is acknowledge that I'm part of this, right? I'm part of staying in this conversation. Yeah. You know, it doesn't hit me the way that it hits you. Right. Right. But we got to, we got to talk about that. We and, and I, as a white woman, have to stay involved in the conversation. Absolutely. I have to be committed to the conversation and not just in the conversation. Okay, the conversation's part of it, right? To, 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 to listen to each other, right? To really hear, to believe, to learn. And if we can do that, then we could take it outside our little dyad, right? Then right. it goes to like the team and then it goes to the community. And we got to be willing to have these conversations in the community because it's the conversations and 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 that 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 move then that work. I think. Right. So I feel like that's where I'm at with what's next. Well, what's next is, you know, it's it's developmental perhaps, and so there's a process, and the process first is like listening and learning. So right. you know, again, as this white woman, like I got to shut up sometimes, right? But that doesn't mean I got to go away. Right. That means I stay in and I listen and I learn and then I move, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the key is that we all we all go back and forth between if we're being active or we're being passive. Are we listening? There's a time to listen and then there's a time to step up and do the action. And I think we all have to, we have to do both. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's going to be fun, right? This year to, to talk to, bring our guests on, right? We're going to start dropping these episodes and yeah. we're going to ask those questions. And I'm thrilled to be doing this with you, Shavante. I'm excited. I think we're going to have, it's going to be learning, but it's going to be fun because those two aren't mutually exclusive. That's very true. I'm I'm thrilled to be doing this with you and I'm excited for our, our guests to share what they've learned, what they're hopeful for and, and give us insight to, to what they're doing in 2021. We're both huge podcast fans, you know, Absolutely. if we're going to dish on each other, we got to say, we usually start a conversation with what have you listened to and what are you watching and those kind of things. So Absolutely. I feel like, you know, we want to, we hope that this, this series season two generates that kind, same kind of interest with our JDI connect community. I'm excited and hopeful that it will. All right. Well, we hope you join us and we'll see you soon with another episode of These Are Our Kids, a podcast for JDI Connect season two. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.